Rollers, the 280th episode. I'm Nemo, and today I'm going over my best tip for each legendary brawler. So yeah, I was actually doing a series a while back where I basically went over my best like tip, maybe two or three tips for each brawler from each rarity, and yeah, uh, finally moving on to the legendaries. I think it's been like a month and a half since I've been doing this. So yeah, basically in that time, all the chromatics got redistributed between the epic, mythic, and legendary rarities. So basically what I want to do is uh, go back and finish the epic rarities for one episode, finish the mythic rarities after I'm done with these ones. So uh, yeah, before I hop into the episode, a couple things to talk about. So um, first of all, basically uh, where I live, there's been a snowstorm and there's basically snow everywhere and it's Martin Luther King Jr. day today. So we had the uh, day off, but the power is actually out at my school. So tomorrow we have another day off. So yeah, hopefully I'll be able to post another episode, which is pretty crazy for the middle of the week. But it also kind of sucks for my basketball team because right now we are uh, 14 and 0 and we're like third in the state. So yeah, we have a pretty good chance of making it pretty far in the state uh, playoffs right now, possibly even winning a state championship. But yeah, um, some more things related to Brawl Stars. Uh, in the shop, we actually have Phoenix Crow on sale for half off. So he's only 149 gems. So if you're looking to pick up the skin, really good chance to do that because, uh, yeah, 150 gems, not a bad deal. And I was able to pick up Ares Nani for 150 gems. So, uh, yeah, also El Dragon Rosado and El Dragon uh, Verdoso are on sale for 50% off 79 gems right now. So, yeah, once again, another really good skin deal. So make sure to utilize these if you're looking to pick up any of these skins. But uh, on to the next thing. So tier 50, I actually am one tier away. So I'll definitely be making an episode in the future about uh, getting all the rewards on here, opening all the star drops, including the legendary. And yeah, stay tuned for that. Really cool. Also, all of the new quests really help out a lot. So if you're thinking about getting the Brawl Pass and you haven't already, it is a really good deal, especially because of all the extra quests you get. You're able to get so many extra star drops at the end of the season. But uh, yeah. Another thing is that there's a Cartoon Studios Challenge coming out in three days at the time of recording this. So, yeah, it looks like you're going to be able to get a free pin as well as a bunch of other rewards from the uh, challenge. So, yeah, play with a team or use the Looking for a Friends uh, tab to maximize your chances of winning. And the pin looks like it's like a skerfuffle between like uh, two cartoon characters. So, yeah, pretty cool pin. Uh, also, Basketball is officially the mode that is coming back. So the poll ended from about a week ago, and it looks like Basketball got 49% of the vote, Duels got 42%, and then Hunters got the other 9%. So yeah, uh, really happy about that. Either Basketball or Duels I'm really happy with, but yeah, hopefully Duels comes back next time. But uh, yeah, I think that'll wrap it up for the announcements. Let's hop into the episode. All right, so hopping into the first brawler, we have Spike, and yeah, basically I'll just be going over my best tip for each brawler. So, my tip for Spike is use his explosion pattern for your advantage. So, obviously, this is like one of the most unique things about Spike, having such a big area, uh, and also just like really uh, cool uh, patterns that his spikes go in. So, yeah, my recommendation for Spike is to memorize the, the way in which the spikes actually move, so that you can, one, hit people, at weird angles but to also be able to dodge it so yeah that is my really big tip for him so if you're not using the curveball star power uh it basically works that the two main ones go side to side and then the other four 
are diagonally splitting that 100 degree, uh, 180 degrees into two thirds. So yeah, basically uh, you are able to throw the attack and place it so where the spikes will actually knock into the enemy people. And this is actually really good uh, when they're hiding behind an actual wall. So then you're able to throw it right next to them and the spike actually pops out and hits them directly. So uh, on the other hand, if you're using this curveball star power, they curve slightly downwards uh, or to the right, they, they curve clockwise. And so you're able to, once you play them enough with the star power, you're able to kind of memorize uh, how far they curve. And yeah, it's really hard to dodge. So that's another really good thing about Spike in general is he doesn't take a whole lot of scale. But it's also really helpful to know where those uh, curveballs will go so that you're able to counter out Spike when you're actually playing against him. So yeah, that is my tip for Spike. And uh, also, I forgot to say that use those uh, those spikes to uh, his advantage for area control because it takes up a very large area. So you're able to scout out bushes very easily and also just take up large areas with his main attack and make enemies scared to go near him. So. Yeah, moving on to the next brawler, we have Crow, and uh, with Crow, there's a lot of really good tips, but I'm just going to be going over basically the best play style, in my opinion, for how to play Crow, because I feel like when I whenever I see a lot of lower trophy players play Crow, they kind of just like rush in and die really easily because he's super squishy, and then once they get a super, they just waste it and basically just jump in and die for no reason, and while that can be good at uh, lower levels... At higher levels, it's really important to play Crow correctly. So first of all, I really recommend just constantly trying to keep people poisoned because basically once you hit them with a main attack, uh, it deals damage over five seconds, which means they can't heal. But also when they stop taking damage, it takes another two seconds for them to start healing. So basically after you hit them, they're stuck for seven seconds without healing. And so if you're able to hit them maybe halfway through that timer, you're basically able to reset it. And that's a really good thing about Crow is that he's basically going to be constantly able to just push them back because they're going to have to go back, wait out that whole seven seconds and heal up if they want to heal. Or if they just keep rushing into Crow, they're going to keep getting poisoned, keep getting damaged until they're just dead. So yeah, my recommendation is play him um, passive and uh, try to keep them poisoned. So um, once you are able to pressure up the map, just uh, use that pressure to your advantage, move up with your whole team, and uh, it, he's just a really good brawler on those passive modes, passive maps. Uh, also, once you get that super, it's really important not to just jump in, waste it, and die, but use it calculated so that you're able to swoop in, grab that kill, and uh, be in a really good position to pressure up the map even further. So, yeah, that is my tip for Crow. Also, use his fast reload speed and fast movement speed to kind of just dodge a lot and just keep on pressuring them back. Crow is one of the most annoying brawlers in the game, and that is why, just being able to stop them from healing. Before I hop into the next segment, I just quickly wanted to go over something that has been going on in my podcast episodes. I actually have ads, as you guys most likely know, but Spotify for Podcasters is removing ambassador ads. So basically, I will not have my personal ad um, for Spotify for Podcasters in my episodes anymore, but it will insert random uh, ads for uh, a different company. So I think recently it's been like uh, Clorox and like I think there's one for McDonald's. So yeah, I mean, bear with me here. I'm not actually choosing these ads, but you're also able to skip them. I'm pretty sure if you're on Spotify, just you're able to skip or if you're on uh, Apple Podcasts and just hit the plus 15 seconds button 
And uh, yeah, back to the podcast. But yeah, bear with me here uh, and we'll take a little break. Okay, so hopping back into the list, our next brawler is Leon. So yeah, Leon is for sure a fan favorite. And my tip for him is to super onto brawlers with no knockback abilities or people that have no escape mechanism. Also, people that have really low DPS because basically there's nothing anyone can do against Leon if they can't escape from him. His DPS is just so high. His movement speed is very fast and it's really hard to escape. So yeah, if you're uh, going invisible on people like, let's say Gus or uh, maybe like a Pam or possibly... Like, anyone who basically doesn't have any mobility or doesn't have any way to counter out Leon, just, it's so easy to kill them very easily. It's like other brothers I can think of are, like, Squeak, uh, other throwers like Barley or Tick. It's just very easy to counter them out, especially if you surprise them. And, uh, yeah, that's my big tip for them. Avoid going under brothers like, maybe, like, Tara or Bull or people who can just, like, either dash away or actually kill you very fast. So you have to be really smart about the people you uh, go invisible onto. Or if you know Atara has used all three, of her, uh, all three of her gadgets and you can spam out those attacks fast enough to kill her, then go for it. Just be smart about her, uh, his matchups, kind of like Mortis, and know who he can kill because sometimes you can just die and waste your super. But yeah, that's my tip. Also... For those high-level people, I'd recommend pairing his Mythic gear with his Hypercharge, because if you get his, uh, I forget what it's called, but it adds two seconds to his super. But with the Hypercharge, you're able to attack during those two seconds, meaning you basically just get two seconds of extra healing, and uh, you get extra two seconds of Hypercharge if you use your, your super correctly. So, yeah. Next brawler is Sandy. And for Sandy, I was initially just going to say, like, um, place your super in a place where all your teammates can access it and don't place it too far back or forward, but that is pretty self-explanatory. And I just want to mention that real fast. But one thing that I think is really underrated about Sandy is his actual range, which it may not seem like Sandy has very much range, but I feel like when I'm actually playing him in a match, everyone underestimates it. So yeah, using that like forward and backward, uh, dodges, you're able to kind of like bait people to come towards you and then dodge back to them really fast and hit them three times with his really fast burst damage. And a lot of the time, people aren't expecting that. And also, if you uh, implement his gadget in the mix, it basically means they're a stun for an extra second, which means he can usually reload an extra attack and then kill most people. So yeah, utilize that range that most people underestimate. And also, it's really, really good when multiple people are rushing towards you because you're just able to kill both people at the same time rather than one and that also charges more super so i'd say kind of dodge up and then back and then kind of bait them and then dodge back and then i don't know if you get what i'm trying to say his range is just a lot longer than uh, a lot of people think next brawler is amber and for amber i'd say she has two main play styles so the first one is kind of being pretty aggressive because amber deals a lot of damage recently she got a buff so when you play her, just auto-aim most attacks, use those gadgets to go very aggressive, and uh, kind of just like run up the map using gadgets to dodge out attacks. And then also, um, when you're camping in bushes, kind of just uh, get your super ready and then just throw it on them and spam out all your attacks right when they get in your range. And a lot of the time, this will work. But also, there are some game modes where you're going to be wanting to play your passive. So if you can think about maps with lots of bushes, so like Cavern Churn, if you're playing duos or like snake prairie 
or basically any map that has bushes, you can use Amber as a passive option to charge super and break those bushes and give your team a huge advantage. So this especially counters out tanks like Bull, Shelly, Rosa, who really rely on those bushes, but Amber is probably the best person at countering them out. So like Double Swoosh or uh, in Bravo, Super Beach, a lot of those maps, they just have a ton of bushes. And uh, yeah, Amber can be used to just completely counter out tanks on those maps. So yeah, if you're playing her, uh, just realize that sometimes you'll have to play her aggressive or play her passive. Up again, the next brawler, we have Meg. And Meg is a strange one because I couldn't think of any like huge tips with her other than just utilize the amount of health that she has. So for a long range brawler, Meg has 7,400 health, which is a significant amount. And especially in that mecha, it means that once you uh, get killed from the mecha form, you're still alive. You're still in that normal form. And so, yeah, just use the amount of health she has to your advantage by constantly pressuring up the map, tanking a bunch of damage, and then possibly uh, playing passive a little bit, use that heal gear, and just get all the way back up to full health, and then get right back into the mix. Because a lot of the time, Meg has so much health that it's really hard to overwhelm her and her whole team. So, yeah, also she's a really solid option against a lot of mids in the game. Because she has so much health, she's able to just counter out brawlers that uh, are really hard to hit her because she's able to just outheal them, uh, then how fast they can hit them with her main attack. So, uh, yeah, also with Meg, her attacks in her mecha form are very far apart, meaning that you can wall peek with them and kind of like uh, shoot on either side of a wall. So, yeah, this means that just basically it's really hard to hide from a Meg. So, yeah, just keep this in mind. If there's a tank hiding behind a wall, you're able to kind of go on right next to the wall and shoot through it, and it'll shoot on either side of the wall. Next brawler is Chester. And one tip that I have for Chester is to remember that whenever he respawns and he has a super, it automatically transfers to the bomb super. So, yeah, the super is very effective for breaking walls, dealing a ton of damage, and getting really good knock knockback. So, yeah, think of this as, like, a dynamite super that basically explodes faster and yeah the super is really effective and yeah if you're if you know you're about to die or if you're in a kind of sticky situation but you can respawn know that it's not worth it to waste your super in a last ditch effort to survive but instead just save it and wait for the better super when you respawn uh and also for chester i want to give a much higher level skill tip so my tip is to conserve ammo with him, especially getting that star power that gives him an extra level to his main attacks, meaning that he can actually have uh, a wave of his attacks as four instead of three. And yeah, this is really good because if you can conserve ammo, you can save those attacks that deal really high DPS for the situations where you really need them. So yeah, just keep on kind of pumping out attacks until you get back to those three, I'd say the two, three, and four uh, level are really good for his main attacks. So conserve ammo, be ready to uh, burst out a lot of damage, and uh, yeah. Next brawler is Surge, and Surge is a newer legendary because he used to be a chromatic, but yeah, Surge, my best tip for him is to upgrade as soon as you can, so get that first super as soon as you can, and if this means going really aggressive at the beginning of the match and dying, uh, sometimes that might be worth it because without that super surge is basically useless. I mean, he has no range, no movement speed. He's so easy to get taken out by almost every brawler in the game. So yeah, kind of maybe target like a tank or someone, get that super and then get out of there and heal up. Um, and after you have that first super, 
then go for that second super. And once you have that second super, he becomes one of the strongest brawlers in the game. So that's why I really recommend getting that serve ice cold star power. And yeah, don't play too aggressive with him once you get that next upgrade because you really don't want to lose it. So yeah, just be careful when you're playing Surge. Uh, try to get that for super as soon as you can, but also try to play kind of passive with him so that you can conserve his supers. Next tip I have is for Cordelius. And yeah, Cordelius' best ability about him by far is the Shadow Realm. And there's so many good things you can do with the Shadow Realm. But I feel like one of the best things about it is giving your whole team an advantage by putting them in a 2v1. Um, so basically, uh, if you're Cordelius, pull someone into the Shadow Realm and make it so that your team has a better advantage. So say you kill someone at the beginning of the match, then pull someone else into the Shadow Realm. In a 2v1, it's almost impossible to win. So yeah, uh, just be smart about it. Uh, give your teammates advantage as well as give yourself advantage. And yeah, for Cordelius, there's so many other ways you can use your super. So you can actually basically just super someone just to go invisible and then kind of pressure up the map, but kind of remember where the enemy team was right when you supered and then go right next to them so that right when you come out of the Shadow Realm, you're right on top of them and they are not expecting that. And you can also do this in Showdown if you're teaming or just you can basically just do it on anyone and get some easy kills. Uh, before you go into the Shadow Realm also, you could activate your gadget. That uh, actually means that you're able to take your mute gadget into the Shadow Realm, which is also extremely strong. But I'd say one of the best ways to use Cordelius' Shadow Realm right now is to take someone who just used their hypercharge into the Shadow Realm and basically just run away. Because if you do that, they're unable to use their super, and then you basically just waste their complete... You completely waste their hypercharge that, that they worked so hard to get, so... Yeah, this, that's another really good strategy with Cordelius right now. And yeah, he's really good if you play him smart. Um, he's really good at countering tanks. But overall, utilize that Shadow Realm. Don't just waste it and just like do nothing with it. Make sure you're helping your, your team out in some kind of way. And then finally, ending off the episode, we have Kit. And with Kit, my best hit for him is use your teammates. Because if you don't have teammates, he's very weak. So yeah, first of all, you can combo with a lot of really good people. I did an episode about this like three episodes ago. And yeah, you can make good combos with tanks. So like a Fang is a really good one. A Rose is a really good one. Or with long range rollers or throwers where you just have so much more firepower. Or like a Janet where you can uh, just fly above the enemy team. But also it's really important to have teammates for when you pounce onto the other team. Because he recently got nerfed to where he's now vulnerable while he's supered onto an enemy so you have to have your teammates around you to help you finish off that kill and stay safe from when uh the enemy team can actually kill you so yeah if you if you're trying to hop on to someone by yourself he just doesn't have enough firepower doesn't have enough dps to kill them and makes himself really vulnerable so my best tip utilize his teammates to uh either hop on their back or just to get kills so but yeah that's gonna wrap it up for this episode i really hope you guys enjoyed it and stay tuned for the Epic and Mythic Brawlers Part 2 coming out soon. Alright, so ending off the episode, we have Q&A. And uh, just so you guys know, for today's question, I'll be asking which tips I missed. Because there's definitely a lot that I couldn't include in this episode. And I wanted to give the chance for you guys to give other tips. So yeah, I'll make sure to shout those out on a future episode. But yeah, let's see. For episode 272, the question was, which Brawlody skin is your favorite? And lots of responses on this one, so... Uh, ZK Gaming says Frost Queen Amber is sick. I feel like it could be a mythic skin, honestly. And yeah, I completely agree. The skin is insane. Uh, Dark Hard says my favorite is Frost Queen Amber. 
And I have Santa Mike, Christmas Mike, Snowman Tick. Uh, can't do an episode where you rank your favorite skins. And I think he meant to say, can you? And yes, I have done a couple of those in the past, and I did start a new series where I'm going over my favorite skins for each rarity. So make sure to check those episodes out. Cloudlight said, Frost Queen Amber and Logma Spike. Uh, X- Exolachalese says, Logma Spike, because it has Christmas lights and looks like the log. And yeah, that's actually pretty funny. Uh, it's definitely a really cool skin. Redoletto says, Yeti Sam is fire. Krampus is basically a Christmas demon who said to punish naughty children. It was just a lie that parents told their kids to keep them behaving, I think, around 200 years ago. So yeah, that was, that's really cool. I actually didn't know what that was. So yeah, thanks a lot, Redoletto. Uh, Owen Walsh says, I like Elsa Amber, but if Holiday Party Frank had shot animations, I think it could be the best. I also love the podcast because you make episodes frequently and you make them good. So thanks very much. And yeah, I appreciate that, Owen. And yeah, thanks for your support. Vinny Baseball says the Jackie one, but all of them are really good. Seedable says Santa Ash also Krampus originated from Krampus, a creepy German folktale. That's cool. Miles says the bow skin. And yeah, I know Miles actually picked up Ho 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 Bow. Cam says probably Amber, but Santa Stu is sweet. Edward says, um, can you make a creator code? Or if you have one, can you mention which one it is? Also, if you have one, if you can gift items, can you gift me the season 22 Brawl Pass? Also, I love listening. So yeah, sadly, podcasters can't have creator codes. So yeah, really sorry about that. But totally, if they can in the future, I will try to get one. Sass says, Jackie's because I only play her. <laughs> That's funny. A uh, night shadow says I have frost queen amber, which is cool. Also like the dynamic one, which I had the option to buy, but didn't because I'm free to play, but it looks pretty cool. And then someone with a bunch of random uh, letters says a bunch of random letters in Polish. So I don't know what that says and I don't have time to translate it right now. So sorry. Uh, then alpha Drainix says Logmas spike. Uh, Zine says Elsa amber. And then ending off the episode, Kaka says Sam Yeti. So yeah, Frost Queen Amber, a uh, fan favorite for sure. And then Logmas Bike, close second. So uh, now for the poll, we have which year Brawl Lady skins are the best. And uh, yeah, 2018, we had Penny, Dynamite, and Nita. And that had eight votes. Then 2020 was Tick, Frank, and Gale with five votes. So yeah, that was the last place. 2020 was the very last place. And then 2021 with Griff, Jackie, and Bowskins had 13 votes. And then 2022 was the winner with 18 votes that had uh, Amber, Sam, and Ash. And yeah, I'd have to agree with you guys there. And then last place was 2023 with Stu and Mika. So yeah, 2022 is the winner with uh, Elsa, Amber, Yeti, Sam, and Grandpa's Ash. So oh yeah, that should be wrapping up for this episode. If you're on Spotify, make sure to answer the question of the day. And I'll show you guys out on the next episode. But that wraps it up for this episode, so I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.